Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla and we're so glad to have you here with us this morning. But before we get into where we're going to take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for the joy and the laughter in our lives, Lord. We thank you that you place things in our lives to enjoy, Lord, that we can celebrate and rejoice in you, Lord, that we are your children, your sons and daughters, Lord, and that you love us and that you have made a way for us to be reunited with you face to face, Lord, that we can have that close relationship, Lord, and that we can dwell in each other's presence, Lord, that we can bask in your presence and be filled with your Holy Spirit and guided into all truth and shown things to come. Lord, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that covers us, Lord, that allows us to be one with you, Lord, that is the way, the truth, and the life, Lord, the door that we go through, Lord. And we just thank you for the time and the word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. So glad to have you with us as we dive into the word and receive what the Lord has for us so we can learn and grow in him together, developing an unshakable faith. And we're doing that through our study in the book of Hebrews. Mm. We are in chapter 12, and this morning we are going to be covering verses 12 through 17. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, honey, honey. Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Amen. All right. The floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit's speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, honey, honey. Okay. So first I wanted to say about unshakable faith and why we keep saying that. Um, Faith cannot be planted in anything other than the word of God and a right application and understanding of that word. If your faith is planted in anything else, it's nothing more than a wish. And there's nothing to a wish. A wish is empty and unfruitful. But faith in God and his word and proper understanding of applying his word is unstoppable and it cannot be overturned or defeated. So we're taking this time to get into the word and build our faith so that the plan of God can be fruitful in our life and we can be ready for every good work that the Lord has for us. Now, um, I wanted to talk about um, one of my favorite verses in this um, section of scripture is 
verse 12, therefore strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees. Mm-hmm. And verse 13, and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. And in my Bible next to this, I have written, get your mind right. And to me, that means change your mind's perspective because you're singing the sad, pitiful song in your head and you're being deceived and deluded and persuaded that what God wants for you and what he's doing and the way that he's chosen to go about doing what he's doing is not right. And if you sing that song long enough, you'll quit. If you listen to that tune and you rehearse it being played over and over in your mind, you will faint, you'll give up and instead become bittered embittered with God and be corrupted by that and cast away that what he's, which he's promised you and that which he's created and designed you for. So the, the part in verse 13 that says you make straight paths for your feet. You was the implied subject there. You do it. Uh Not that God hasn't do it. We know that the word of God brings light and we know that he'll lead us and he'll make straight paths for us, but we also have to do our part and make straight paths for our feet. So turn off that song. Don't put that record away so you can use it later. Break it, crush it, throw it away in the trash and renew your mind to the truth. Yes, God's plan is uncomfortable. We talked about the apostle Paul in the last episode and that when the Lord told him he was going to preach in um, to Kings and to preach to Caesar in Rome, initially he probably didn't think that it was going to include him going the route of being imprisoned to come into Caesar's household because thus far his ministry had not looked that way. And he had done dealt with people chasing him, people stoning him, people fighting with him, things like that. But he was always a free man going about it. Mm-hmm. But the route that God had for him, not just brought him before Caesar, but before multiple Kings because he was in fact in prison. So it was uncomfortable to his flesh in a myriad of ways. And I would say even shameful because he's mentioned in many of his letters that they were not ashamed of his chains and that he came to a place that he was not ashamed of his chains because he knew that they were only there because of Christ Jesus and not because he was actually a criminal like the world was trying to call him. So if you don't have the right mental perspective, the right mindset, mindset or attitude about it, you will misconstrue or misinterpret what God is doing in your life and think it's something to be hated or despised rather than something that's to be embraced and to um, thank God in it and for it and finish through. Like Jesus, for an example, they treated him like a common criminal, right? Wasn't he crucified in the between two literal criminals? Yes. The king of glory Uh took his last breath in that human ministry between two people who were guilty of crimes and he was guilty of nothing. So, but he wasn't going, Lord, why'd you leave me like this? Why'd you do me like that? And being miserable about it or bitter and angry with the father concerning it. Instead, he understood it. He put it in the right attitude in his mind. And he said, you know what? On the other side of this is me being seated at the right hand of the father and the rest of my brothers and sisters will be able to come into this kingdom through my name. And, um, you know, as it tells us in verse 15, looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble. And by this many become defiled. So looking carefully means you watch when you are going through your day. And especially when your emotions are in a negative standpoint, 
or you're upset and angry, listen to what's being said in the background of your mind and take note, capture it and bring any thought that raises and exalts itself against the knowledge of Jesus Christ. You bring it down. You bring it into captivity unto the truth of the word of God. God is not leading me anywhere to cause me trouble and cause me harm. He's leading me to life and not just life for me, but for those who will be benefiting hereafter. We are benefiting from Paul's obedience to the Holy Spirit. And we are benefiting from the path that the discomfort that God led him through today, right? That he endured, he finished his course and we are able to eat the fruit thereof. We wouldn't have this, the new Testament, three fourths of the new Testament was written by him. At least half. Yeah, exactly. It's a considerable portion. And then the rest of it, you get a book or two from a a handful of other people, Mm -hmm. but the bulk of it was written by him and his faithfulness towards God led the way from that. And I'm not minimizing any of the other apostles who, whose readings and writings we have right now. I appreciate them as well, but the same thing applies to them. They had to endure their own life. They had to endure the inconvenience of trying to find some parchment and get some ink and write all these things down to remember what their path was with the Lord, what he said, right? When we look at the gospels, that's something else, someone else's labor that we've entered into as well. And then lastly, before I, um, lastly, before I, um, turn this over to someone else is that, um, when it talks about Esau in verse 16 and 17, um, Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For ye know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance through this, though he sought it diligently with tears. First of all, that was the wrong time to be diligent. After the fact, it's too late. Huh. That's it. Sometimes the door just shuts when it shuts. Like the with choice Noah was the already made. His time to be diligent and to be careful about what he was meditating on, what song he was listening to in his head, what words he was entertaining in his mind was before he physically and finally gave away the birthright. He had been singing this song for years. The time that Jacob mm. said, you know, he came out of the field and he was hungry and asked for some soup and Jacob said, sell me your birthright. And he said, well, I don't care. Right. He had already given it away long before his mouth uttered those words. That was just the opportunity. So he should have been guarding and making sure that he was rightly perceiving, understanding, and embracing the plan that God was offering to him. And so we should do the same thing. But also let us remember that our birthright is the covenant that we have with Jesus Christ. When we were born again and we became new creations, we were born into something and we were giving rights, given rights and privileges as sons and daughters of the Most High God, the privilege of being trained by the Father, cultivated by the Father, receiving the affections of the Father, the love in his entirety, the um, protection, the discipline, the provision of the Father, and being a part of his family, the healing that's provided for us, the... Um, plan of righteousness that's provided for us and to be welcomed in to hear well done thou good and faithful servant let's not throw that away because we've become bitter in our mind let's not throw away our opportunity to let god use us and to bring forth harvest in the name of jesus christ that will remain let's not be short-sighted or small in our vision but let's protect that birthright and appreciate it and enjoy it amen Something that I wanted to mention that the Lord was speaking to me about was um, about pursuing peace 
with every mm-hmm. with all people and mm-hmm. holiness that's important it's really hard to hear clearly from the lord to you know protect that birthright as you were speaking and talking about mommy and to take full advantage of the opportunities god places in our paths when there's a bunch of tumult and voices talking in the background or you know right in front of you your own mind is going off on a wild adventure it's really hard to get instruction clear instruction from the father to know where you're supposed to be going and what you're supposed to be doing we um, mentioned the apostle paul and it was mommy you mentioned that he didn't he probably didn't think that being chained was the way to go to rome he thought he was going to go in maybe with a caravan maybe heralded with by other people maybe accompanied with peter um, and some of the other apostles Mm -hmm. a more pleasant route but Mm -hmm. when he found himself in prison in um chained for no reason no um they had no legal charge if you will to Mm -hmm. bring against him no accusation that had any foundation just like the lord jesus they had there was nothing in him the apostle paul could have given in to this this isn't fair as you mentioned mommy but he had to silence all of those voices in the background he had to pursue peace and holiness because it didn't do him any good if he silenced the enemy but then fell away because he was living unholy unrighteously while he was in prison it doesn't do anybody any good and we read about that i believe it's jeremiah if a man lives righteous all his life and falls away at the end and dies in his sins that the good that that man did or woman whatever it is um the good that that person did doesn't amount to anything because they turned away at the end and the sin is what remained on the books and that's what is um we're judged by should it be there those are the works that are burned by fire when every man's works are tested and here's an another thing concerning this particular scripture that the lord showed me and it wasn't dad as you told us peace wasn't quiet if uh-huh. it wasn't everybody that nobody's talking it was you can clearly hear you have clear communication with the father and you know where you're going you know what you're doing and you know why you're doing it aside from you just don't want to go to hell but it's because you love him and there's nothing in internal from your own self or external that can disrupt that communication between you and the father that's what peace is and you and bring it's the, in the plan that he's provided in his word in his instruction right mm-hmm. that you have received because you can clearly hear him but now you're standing on it knowing that it's for a good end exactly and charles you mentioned in an earlier episode talking about holiness it it isn't the same thing and it isn't enough to just as long as i don't physically commit the action or commit the sin then i i didn't do anything i'm still righteous and holy that's pursuing holiness it, it's not the Lord Jesus, the scripture doesn't say pursue peace with all people and put on a facade or put on a show. It says holiness and only the Lord can define holiness. So it, it brings you all the way back full circle. There is no way you can complete any of this unless you first start with the Lord, continue to walk with the Lord and finish with the Lord. But the if you try to do it on your own, bring your flesh into the equation, bring your hands into the soup. It's destined for failure because no good thing comes out of flesh, out of anybody's flesh. There's nothing good that comes out of it. So the only way to 
navigate this successfully to finish the course, just like the great heroes of faith finish the race of faith is to walk with God. You can, there's no way to win the race without him. You, you need his instruction. I need his instruction and guidance. And even the Lord Jesus himself submitted himself to the Holy Spirit to be guided and led in the way that he should go. Even though he was still fully God and fully man at the same time, he still followed the rules. So we have to follow the rules as well. Uh Amen. Well, Layla, as you're speaking, the Lord was reminding me of how, especially when we let bitterness stay there and thrive, the Lord was reminding me of a trap and how most times we don't think of it as that way. We more so just think of it as our flesh acting up when reality is more so a trap for us to cast away what God has given us. And Layla, the Lord was also reminding me of, he reminded me of James 3 verse 17 when you're talking about pursuing peace with people. Mm-hmm. And it says, but the wisdom that's from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. And how as we can, as we read here, that God, in order for us to first inherit all the things that God wants us to have, we first must be peaceable to everybody, if that makes sense. Instead mm-hmm. of going, I can't associate with you because I don't like you, doing what God tells you to do. We were reading about Paul, how he was inside of, well, not reading about, but we read about how Paul was inside of prison and he had to make sure that he wasn't harboring any thoughts of bitterness towards everybody else. So that he could move forward. Mm -hmm. I believe most of his books were written while he was in prison. Mm -hmm. And so if he had been allowing that to block his mind, we wouldn't have what we have today. That's true. Hmm. That's very interesting. Uh Exactly as you're saying, Promise. And another thing that the Lord was sharing with me that he was having me focus on and think about is that as you said, promise, they couldn't let bitterness bring up inside of their minds, meaning that Paul couldn't have gotten tired halfway through it. Um, the Lord remind me of when I get tired, I start to like hang my hands. I don't stand up straight and I hunch over mm-hmm. because I'm no longer. And that's how the image that the Lord gave me. These are people with their hanging arms and their feeble knees, people who have run for it already, but then they get to that point where they feel like they can go no further. Mm-hmm. Paul went through that same point where he... It didn't look like he wanted to go through with it, like um, on the boat. Mm-hmm. The Lord had come to him and strengthened him and said, the Lord appeared to me last night. Um, he was talking to the uh-huh. people of the ship. He said, the Lord encouraged me last night because I wasn't, I didn't understand how things were going to go from here and didn't look like how I expected it. So, and this also goes back to what we've been discussing inside of uh, chapter 12 is that we have to continue to run the race in endurance. It's not about how we start the race that truly matters. It's about how it's finished. Meaning that Jesus, it didn't matter if he stirred off holy and pious at the beginning. If he sinned even once during that period, he would no longer have been the spotless lamb. Amen. And that's what we, for as humans, we tend to forget. We think that as long as we start off all right, we can do what we want in the later half. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we set a reputation of being a certain way, then we can just do what we want at the end once people have. You can coast. You can mm-hmm. take a shortcut. You, you've done enough. You think you filled the metric or the 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 meter of what's re- what the Lord's required. Mm. No, he says to finish, to remain, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's even addressed in Ezekiel. You might have been referencing this earlier. Ezekiel 33 mm-hmm. talks about somebody living righteously, and then they start to trust in their own righteousness, and then they turn to iniquity. They will die in their sin. And the Lord's like, that's justice. That's not unfair as people try to claim that it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, mommy. So we just have to be sure that we are continuing to endure and running it as the Lord commands us to run and doing it with a cheerful heart the whole time. Um, Paul couldn't have become better halfway through it. Even if he was doing the work, it wouldn't have worked out for him. Esau gave away the blessing, but if Esau had been taken, if he had taken the blessing, but been angry in his heart and bitter about it, it wouldn't have, it would have had the same effect as though he didn't have it. He wouldn't have valued it. Mm-hmm. So let's examine ourselves. Do we truly love the Lord and value his blessings? The blessings that come, not that, not that that's the reason we seek him. We seek him because of our love and we put our faith or our trust in him along with our hope, our future, right? Yes. We're told to seek first the kingdom, his kingdom and his righteousness. And then all these things are added. Well, if we don't truly love the Lord, will we truly seek him? No. Okay, so let's examine ourselves and make sure we are doing the right thing for the right reasons. Yes, sir. None of our own righteousness, which is clearly described as filthy rags. Amen? Yes. Amen. All right. Can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for the time and the word this morning, Lord. And we ask that you forgive us for us speeding ahead of you, Lord, or lagging behind or trying to do our own thing, Lord, we ask that you will guide us, Lord, that you will show us the vision that you have for our lives, Lord, the path that you've laid out for us, Lord, and we thank you that you don't leave us or forsake us, Lord, that you're there with us every step of the way, Lord, that you strengthen us, Lord, that you straighten our backs, that you bring strength to our wrists and our knees and our feet, Lord, and give us the energy to run in excellence, Lord, with full throttle full energy with everything that we've got lord so that we're able to finish the course that you've laid out for us lord to bring that glory and that praise to your name lord because you are worthy of it we thank you for our partners and our listeners lord we thank you for their houses and their finances and their health lord that they're healthy and they have everything that they need lord that they have been richly supplied and living in abundance lord because you're faithful and you're good to them lord and you're good to us and we thank you for those things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Oh, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. 
Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.